I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about how feeling the effects of racism might actually change the victim's brain chemistry, how scientists have successfully completed the first embryo transfer in an endangered rhino, and how handwriting increases brain connectivity. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. Black History Month is a time to celebrate the achievements and history of all Black people in the U.S. and give the Black community the recognition it deserves after centuries of inequality and oppression. And while it's important to reflect on the past and recognize the impact of Black Americans on our society, it's also absolutely necessary to be clear-eyed about the challenges that are still present today. Oh, absolutely. Um, And as far as we've come as a society, there is definitely work to be done. Absolutely. And that's one reason a new research initiative from neuroscientists at Emory University is so essential. It looks at how racism affects the brain. And specifically, how feeling the effects of racism against you can actually change your brain chemistry. Okay. It's interesting that this hasn't been studied before. So we've done stories on the effects of inherent bias in scientific studies, and they can have huge rippling effects. Remember there's a story about how researchers have historically used male mice in their studies just for decades and decades, which unwittingly caused gaps in effective treatments for some conditions for women? Oh, that's right. Some drugs are built for men, basically, because bias was baked into the system. Yep. And the thing is, scientists have known for a long time that black people in the U.S. face higher risks of diseases like heart disease, diabetes, and Alzheimer's compared to white people. Because of these increased risks in specific population, it's safe to assume that there is some kind of bias baked in that has that effect. But how? That's what this study wanted to know. Got it. So there's bias in the system that causes all kinds of negative outcomes. But this study looks at how racism specifically affects the individual it's aimed at. That's exactly what they're doing. So the researchers are clinical neuroscientist Nagar Fani and assistant professor of psychiatry Nate Harnett, who have spent much of their careers studying the effects of trauma on the brain and specifically post-traumatic stress disorder. They wanted to know if suffering from specific threats of racism affects the brain in a similar way as other traumas. That would make sense that it would be a similar response. I thought so too. But the findings are not exactly what you'd expect. So to conduct the study, they used several indirect methods like digging into inequities in neighborhood resources. Gotcha. And understanding those kinds of inequities could be like a yardstick for measuring structural bias or racism. Right. So when you pair that with brain and behavioral responses in study participants, you start to get a better picture of how the brain processes racism. So what did they find? So patients with post-traumatic stress disorder, says Fani, are in a constant state of fight or flight. They're on edge and vigilant. They startle easily. But people who have experienced racism react differently. Areas of the brain that are involved with emotional regulation are activated. So, for example, they found that black women who've faced racial discrimination are able to simply bury it and move forward. 
Whoa, okay, and that would almost make sense? I guess the brain's response is to simply get through it. That's the idea. But while that sounds like a coping mechanism, there's a huge downside. Over long periods of time, the researchers say this strategy can lead to something called weathering, which is sort of a degradation of some parts of the brain. I mean, it sounds like burnout. Emotional existential burnout that can eventually erode parts of the brain through repeated and perpetual acts of racism. I would guess that kind of erosion could lead to other health impacts, too. A hundred percent. And that's what makes this study so essential, but also so difficult. In order to understand how these kinds of direct and indirect outcomes come out of racism, researchers, scientists, and all of us need to be able to acknowledge that racism is a part of the system. Not only that, but these findings also make it even more remarkable that the Black community has overcome so much. That is definitely something to remember. The northern white rhino is one of the most endangered mammals on the planet. And in fact, it's actually already extinct in the wild, and only two females exist in captivity. The last male died back in 2018. That's pretty horrible. So without a male and without some kind of miracle, once the two females die, the northern white rhino will just cease to exist, right? I mean, it's a tragic story, but that miracle you mentioned might actually be in the works. Mm, Okay, but there's only two females. Like, I suppose they could be cloned, but I know cloning technology isn't perfect. So that seems like a long shot. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's not it. Plus, simply creating cloned replicas of the individual animals wouldn't necessarily solve the problem since you need genetic variation to continue breeding. The miracle could end up saving the northern white rhino from certain extinction is not a miracle at all. It's a technique that humans have basically mastered, and it's in vitro fertilization. Okay, that's where the egg cells and the sperm are combined and then implanted into the womb, right? That's the long and short of it. But while humans do this for other humans all the time, it's never been done successfully on a rhino. Until now. In a huge breakthrough, a team of researchers achieved the very first successful pregnancy in a rhinoceros through embryo transfer. Oh. So one of those two remaining northern white rhinos is pregnant? (laughs) No. The process was done with a southern white rhino, a subspecies that itself has been brought back from the brink by successful conservation efforts. Okay. So the idea must be that if they can do this to a southern white rhino, they should be able to do this with a northern white rhino? I mean, sort of. So, hang on. The story is actually pretty crazy. The research team spent years developing new techniques that would work on these massive creatures. It's not enough to just surgically implant an embryo into an enormous rhino. To make it viable, the female needs to be physically ready for the embryo to be implanted. So they paired up a female southern white rhino named Kura with a male called a teaser bull. It's a sterile rhino that could sense when Kura was at her most fertile. Once the teaser bull tried to mate with Kura, the researchers knew it was time. (laughs) That's that's fascinating. You'd think scientists would have (laughs) all sorts of tech and gear to detect when a female rhino is fertile. No, just... Put a male in there with her. He'll tell (laughs) you. Basically, the male rhino is like a living, breathing fertility detector. So they implanted the embryo and they waited. And they didn't know if it was going to work. But about 70 days into the process, tragedy struck. A bacterial infection killed Kura, but an autopsy revealed that she was, in fact, pregnant. So in other words... I guess the embryo transfer worked. This story has a lot of ups and downs (laughs) about survivability of rhinos. I know, but for the first time, they were able to successfully transfer an embryo to a female rhino. Okay, so how does this help the northern white rhino? I mean, if there aren't any males left, how would they create an embryo to implant in the first place? 
Well, they have two female northern whites in captivity, but they also have 30 northern white rhino embryos cryopreserved at a facility in Berlin. Ah, okay. So if the northern white rhino is able to come back from the brink of extinction, those 30 embryos will be the ancestors of every individual that ever lives from now on. That is incredible. It's like a a northern white rhino arc. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's a story with a ton of hope baked in. They are currently searching for several southern white rhino females to act as surrogates for the possible next generation of a species that, until now, most people assumed would soon be lost to history. So could this be a path forward for other endangered species? Oh, absolutely. Other than the possibility of bringing this incredible species back from the absolute brink, that's the other thing that researchers are so excited about. This could revolutionize efforts to save other species at risk of extinction. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In classrooms all across America, kids are sitting at their desks as we speak, staring into their computer screens, pecking away at keyboards. But according to a new study, they could be missing out on a huge opportunity to foster more elaborate brain connectivity if they closed the computer and took out a pen and paper. Computers are making kids' brains less connected. Not exactly. It has less to do with the computers themselves and more to do with handwriting. Okay, handwriting is definitely becoming a lost art. I know there have been a lot of stories lately about schools that are actually reintroducing units on cursive writing. In the case of my personal handwriting, losing that art is probably a benefit to humanity. But (laughs) over the past several years, there has been a huge emphasis on screens and in particular incorporating technology. And that's definitely important. Yeah, because I assume tech isn't going anywhere. Barring an apocalypse situation, yeah, it's here to stay. But this research team in Norway wanted to know if anything was being missed out on when handwriting goes away. So they recruited 36 university students to see what was going on in their brains when they both typed and wrote by hand. I'm just imagining a bunch of students jotting down notes with electrodes attached to their heads now. No, that's exactly what they did. They fitted the students with 256 EEG sensors and had them either type out or write out a prompt that they saw on a computer screen. Then they measured the electrical brain activity over the next five seconds, and what they found was pretty remarkable. It's not something you think about, really, but it makes so much sense that our brains would function differently when we're writing than when we're typing. I mean, both are just ways of creating words, but the process is vastly different. Very different. And the EEGs revealed pretty significant increases in the connectivity between different regions of the brain during handwriting, especially when compared to the activity taking place during typing. They saw way more connectivity in areas of the brain involved in visual processing and motor control. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Writing is literally manual labor. You use your hands to sketch out letters and words. It's a motor activity for sure, and one that requires fine detail and tactile and visual feedback. In other words, when we write by hand, there's a lot going on. And they think that this brain activity could contribute to stronger memory formation and information encoding. So in other words, writing out your lecture notes by hand might actually make you remember them better. Yep. So it's important to note that this isn't advocating ditching the screens altogether. As we said, there's still value in keeping up with the tech that we're all neck deep in every day. But the researchers definitely advocate 
for more focus on handwriting. Okay. I'll be sure to make a note. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. Exploring the unseen scars of racism, researchers are uncovering how discrimination not only weathers the body, but may also alter the brain, causing profound health disparities faced by Black communities. Scientists have successfully achieved the world's first pregnancy in a rhinoceros through embryo transfer, paving the way for saving this critically endangered northern white rhino from extinction. A new study has shown that handwriting boosts brain connectivity more than typing, suggesting the strokes of a pen might just be the secret ingredient to deeper learning and memory retention. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.